0: start a new series today called ever increasing ever increasing when you read through the scriptures you'll find god uses words like ever or forever or always at all times under all circumstances we are increasing at all times under all circumstances we are moving forward at all times under all circumstances we are victorious How is that possible? Because of the risen Christ. It is who he is. It's his nature. It's what he's done through his death, burial, and resurrection, and he did it for us. Hallelujah. Are you willing to change the way you see yourself? Are you willing to let the Father expand your scope of the vision for your life? That's what the Father wants to do during this series is to expand the scope of your vision for your life. He wants you to see yourself as He sees you. He sees you as someone who can do all things through His Son. He sees you as His offspring. He knows that you've been born of His incorruptible Word. The only thing is we have to see ourselves that way. And religious tradition has done a a very good job of training people to see themselves as satan sees them he accuses and he condemns but god doesn't look at you in that way he sees you as the new creation you are in christ he realizes the blood of his son it, it worked that it has washed you clean and made you new that your spirit has been regenerated by the Holy Spirit and that you are now his offspring. He sees you as a champion. He sees you as more than a conqueror. Are you willing to look at yourself in that way? Well, uh, maybe you've made a mistake or two in your life, unlike me who hasn't made any, right? (laughs) I've become a pro at them. I am a professional mistake maker. Listen, we've all blown it. We've all fallen short. We've all made some major doozies. But it's not about our mistakes. It's about His love for us and what He's accomplished for us through His Son and who we are now in Him. The Father wants to broaden the scope of your vision for your life, ever-increasing, ever-stronger. Caleb, at 85 years old, says, I am as strong now as I was 40 years ago, at age 40, 45 years ago. I'm as strong now, give me my mountain. I'm strong for war, I'm strong for coming in, I'm strong for going out. Moses had said of him at 120, his natural force was not abated, his eyes were not dim, his moisture had not fled. This is old, these are old covenant folks. We have a new covenant built on better promises. We are believers who mine the depths of this new covenant. I come from a part of the country where they dig in the ground for resources. Used to, there used to be tin mines and steel country, they call it, Pittsburgh. Coal and steel and, and tin, and they would dig into the earth for the resources that are there. I want you to know there are resources in the Word of God that you've got to dig past religious tradition and you've got to find out who you are and what belongs to you and mind the depths of the vision that God has for your life. It's all in here. It's in your hard copy Bible. Would you, would you allow God to lift you up above your daily routine and see the depth of your destiny? Routine is a good thing. I'm not knocking routine. We all need routine in our lives. But we have to be careful that we don't start identifying with the routine, that our routine is inspired from our relationship with Him. So we do the things we do each day because we're spending time alone with the Father, and He's building things into our lives. But if you're not getting alone with him, if you're not in a hot relationship with him, if you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to fill you daily, you're going to end up identifying with your routine instead of who you are in him. So, you know, we talk about your profession. The Bible talks about your profession, but it's talking about what you say about yourself. And you meet someone and they say, what do you do? Or what's your profession? What do you say about yourself? There are many people working in industries, in different industries, and their identity is the field they're working in. That's backwards. Our identity is in Him. And from a a passionate pursuit of Him, then we step into an industry or into a field because it's who He made us to be or it's what He's called us to do. Right? Right? Hallelujah. I I feel this very strongly. The Holy Spirit wants to give us a a broader scope, a divine scope for, for His vision for our lives. Hallelujah. God made you in His image. Go ahead and think about that for a little bit. God made you in His image. He's a champion. He made you in His image, and He made you to be His child. To be born again, the Scriptures teach us in the New Testament, is to put faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, to profess Him, declare Him, and once you do that, that you're born of the incorruptible seed of God that we become new creations in Christ Jesus, he made you in his image to be his child. To be in a relationship with him, not a religious tradition. This is a major problem in people's lives. When they think of God, they think of a building with with windows and statues and candles. That's a major problem. God is living and breathing. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the maker of heaven and earth. He's the one who handcrafted you in your mother's womb. He's never been a a stained glass window. He's never been a statue. He's never been reached by a candle. There's only one way to fellowship with God. It's through faith in His Son. He created you not only to be in relationship with Him, but to work together with Him in the earth for the expansion of His kingdom. Do you think of that when you think of your Monday mornings? Maybe you think about the commute and the projects you have going on at work. Come on, Highway, time to step into a kingdom identity, to see yourself that you're in this earth to know Him. To experience more of Him every day. To progressively become more intimately and deeply acquainted with the wonders of His person. And to expand His kingdom in the earth. That is the meaning and purpose of your life. Whatever industry you're in, that's, that's, a, that's a platform for you to do that. Hallelujah. Ever-increasing. At all times, under all circumstances. Ever increasing. At all times, under all circumstances. Do you see, see yourself as someone who's ever increasing? For someone who, who does not grow weak or get weary? Do you know Isaiah 40 verses 28 through 30? Those who trust in Him, those who wait upon Him, those who look to Him will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not grow weary. I'll tell you what, if you end up listening to your TV, you're going to get tired and weary. They've got commercial after commercial telling you what you need to take and, and what your life should be like. And they've got people saying at a certain age you need to buy these electronic chairs to get around. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not putting you down if you're, if you're currently in an electric chair to get around. You do what you need to do, but I want you to know that you can get up out of that chair and with your own two feet, with your own two legs, you can walk strong for the rest of your life. You can be healthy and strong because God the Father purchased strength for you through His Son, Jesus Christ. And that's for every age. See, sometimes we're like a, a frog in a, in a pot of warm water and we just allow the, the, the voices around us to condition us and create an image of what our life is to be like. Thank God for the fire of His Holy Spirit get get hot for him. get in the presence of the fire of Jesus Christ and let him just burn away the world's idea of what life is to be like and let him give you a fresh vision of your divine self your divine self you were created by God in his image let's talk about our heavenly father can we do that can we talk about his dna about his, the, the makeup of the one who made us? Did you know the one who made you is perfect? Look at Psalm 18, verse 30. This is the one you're born of. You're born of one who is perfect. His DNA is in you. I know this might be, be uh, different than what you've heard. I realize this might be shocking to you, but it's true anyway. Psalm 18, verse 30 says, As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven, he is a shield to all who trust in him. That word perfect means absolute, complete, blameless, without fault. It means having all the required and desirable qualities and characteristics. The Lord our God is perfect in all his ways. It means it's as good as it can possibly be. Free from any flaw or defect in condition or quality. He's perfect in power. He's perfect in wisdom. He's ever-present. He has no beginning and no end. In fact, Jesus said of himself in Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I like that phrase, Alpha and Omega. We say in English, A to Z, right? Have you ever seen the A to Z guide to lawn care or something like that, right? It's like everything you'd ever want to know about the subject. Jesus said, I'm the A to Z. I'm, I'm the, the sum total of all knowledge, the sum total of all truth. Your Father is perfect in all his ways. He spans time and eternity. He was before all things, the one that you're born of, whose DNA is in you now. He created all things and he upholds all things by his power. He's always known everything about everything and everyone. You could say, Father, tell tell me how many hairs Ethel uh, McDermott had on her head in in 1822. He'll tell you. (laughs) Father, tell me how many grains of sand were on the earth in 1303 on January 1st. He'll tell you. He's never not known everything. (laughs) He's never learned anything. He knows the exact number of cells in your body at this moment. See, religious tradition wrongly exalts him. It puts him in in an untouchable container as a statue. But the Scriptures exalt him as he is. He's the perfect one. He's the perfect one who loves you perfectly, who gave his perfect son for you to make you blameless before him. When you were risen with Christ, you were made righteous. I know this might be rocking your theology but 2 Corinthians 5 21 says God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and he was successful you are the righteousness of God in Christ you are born of the perfect one this is your father you're a chip off the old block (laughs) let's read some more about our father And remember, when you're reading about the Father, this is who is living in you now, in the person of the Holy Spirit. This is who you have been born of, ever-increasing. We're ever-increasing. We're more than conquerors. We're champions under all circumstances, at all times, every day of the week, of every week, of every month, of every year of our lives. That's who we are. It's who we are. Isaiah 44, verse 24 says, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, He that formed you from the womb. What an intimate father. Yes. I am the Lord that makes all things, that, stra- that stretches forth the heavens alone, that spreads abroad the earth by myself. Yeah. Powerful. I mean, we got a chair dolly over there that I was trying to put together by myself, and I couldn't do it. I needed help. God, stretch forth the heavens alone, spread it, spread it abroad the earth. by. I mean, this, this dolly, it's like six and a half feet high, and I don't know, maybe seven feet long. So you've got to hold up this side while you're securing one there and hold up that side. It can't be done with one person. It says in the, in the manual, uh, you need two people to put this together. We had three and it worked. So, Think about your father, perfect in all. He did all this by himself. Psalm 33, verse 6. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as an heap. He layeth up the depths and storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of Him. For He spake and it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. This is who you're born of. This is your identity now. You're born of Him. Jeremiah 32, 17 says, Ah, Lord God, behold, you have made the heaven and the earth by your great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Isaiah 40, verses 28 and 31, let's read that. This is your Father. Do you not know, have you not heard the everlasting God? The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. Now, see, here's the, religion doesn't necessarily mind if we say these things about God. But when we start saying them about ourselves, religion gets upset. But we're going to keep reading. And you're going to see that God says these things of you if you'll trust him. Let's keep reading. He gives Strength to the weary. And to him who lacks might, he increases power. Just said that God does not become weary in the previous verse, right? But he gives strength to the weary. To him who lacks might, increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, look at verse 31. Remember it said, God does not become weary. Now look what it says about those who trust him. Yet those who wait for the Lord, hope in, look to, trust in, wait upon, That's not like waiting for a bus. That's serving or being attentive to his desires, like a waiter would wait on your table. That's what that word means. Those who are attentive to the desires of the Father. And this is one of the reasons so many people have worn themselves out, because they're attentive to what other people want. They're using their time and energy to try and please others, and that's a dead end. Because there are some people just never going to be pleased with you. And they'll just milk you for all the time and energy you've got. So this is a, this is a shift where we realize that we've been made to have an intimate relationship with our Father. And we, we channel our, our passions to wait upon Him. To, to find out what He desires us to do in life. Not what so-and-so told me I should be or what, what uh, some professional told me I should, should go into or what field I should go in. We wait upon him. We're attentive to his desires. We realize he's the one who made us and we spend time with him and we let him download his vision for our lives in our hearts. Those who do that, those who are attentive to his desires, those who have chosen to live to please him, who hope in him and look to him, will gain new strength. You can read this in different translations, but it's this, it's this connotation of they will exchange their strength for his strength. You need to know why you're living each day of your life. Who are you living for? It's not what, it's who. You may have a what that you're living for, but it's, it, you're really living for a who. It might be your what. You might be the who behind the what you're living for. <laughs> Who's the who behind the what that you're living for? Don't go through another day hurried. Okay. Take inventory of your motivation why are you getting up in the morning come on you're too precious to get up for the wrong reasons you're too precious to spend your life trying to uh, meet the expectations of another person you weren't made for that so no matter what you've been through, no matter where you're at, why not say today, I'm going to be living to know Him and to please Him. Father, help us to, to, to make this shift in our hearts today. As this congregation, as this highway family, help us to make this shift in our hearts today that we would no longer go through a a, a routine on autopilot, but Lord, that we would begin cultivating this passionate relationship with you, that we would channel our passion, our desires, our time, our energy and resources into our relationship with you. That our eyes would open in the morning to know you more. To wait upon you. To satisfy you. To do the things that you have purposed for us to do in our lives. Those who wait on the Lord will make a strength exchange. Those who have this this intimate relationship with the Father will exchange their strength for His strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. Didn't it say God doesn't become weary? In verse 28, now it's saying it about those who are intimate with him. Do you see that? Am I making this up? They will run and not get tired. There's people who say that's not possible. Well, God just said it. Who are you going to believe? See, you got to get to the place in your life where you believe what he said above what anyone else says. Do you know the prophet Elijah? Is Elijah or Elisha? Ran in front of the chariot? Who was that? One of those E prophets. Elijah or Elisha? I think it was Elisha, wasn't it? Yeah, he ran ahead of the, the, the chariots being pulled by horses. He beat the horses to the destination. Supernatural. God wants you to live by his strength, not yours. Start seeing yourself as God strong. Not Boston strong. God strong. God strong. Jesus Christ strong. Christ strong. Holy Spirit strong. Holy Spirit strong. Your Holy Spirit strong. Hallelujah. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. This is not... Humanly possible, but it's very real and very uh, normal for someone who's intimate with God. There are things that man does not think are possible that will become normal to you if you'll just get intimate with the Father. That's very, that's very good. Isaiah 2.22 says this, Stop trusting in man. Who has but a breath in his nostrils. Of what account is he? Boy, have we exalted man's words. How many people are in bondage because the words that they're listening to are the words of man? See, this is part of this intimacy with the Father. He says it, we believe it. And we won't allow anyone else to take that from us because our father has spoken and he is God. He's the perfect one. He has no beginning and he has no end. First Corinthians 121 125 says, "For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength." <laughs> God on his worst day is infinitely beyond your greatest dreams. <laughs> didn't have a worse day, but you get the picture. Romans 4, 17, we're talking about our father, the one that we're born of. He's our father. We're, we're made, reborn in his image, born of his incorruptible seed. Verse 17 of Romans 4, as it is written, the father of many nations have I made you in the sight of him whom he believes, talking about Abraham, even God, and in here it describes the the. The nature of our Father, who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Raising the dead should not be surprising to us. Jennifer did it with our daughter at age two. Raised her from the dead. She drowned and Jennifer brought her right back out. It should not be strange to us. Jesus said, These things will happen, and these things will be done by those who follow me. He said, Freely you've, you've been given, freely you've received, now freely give. Cast out devils, cleanse the leper, raise the dead. Ooh, religious tradition doesn't like this kind of talk at all. They want to put you in a straitjacket for this kind of talk. Let the words of Jesus Christ become your M.O. We're, 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 we raise people from the dead. We cast out devils. We lay our hands on the sick and they recover. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who gives life to the dead, look at this, calls into being that which does not exist. Amen. You can't do that. <laughs> That's who he is. That's what he does. Amen. So if there's something in your life that you need that is not there, call it into being. Open your mouth and call it into being. If you need a hip bone, open your mouth and call it into being. Amen. Call it into being. Luke one thirty seven says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. This is describing the one that we're born of. Now this amazing perfect God who, who transcends time and who's, who's everywhere at the same time and who's perfect in power, He also is love. He's gracious. He's compassionate. He's slow to anger. He's abounding in loving kindness, and He's crazy about you. If I could show you a picture of His refrigerator, your picture would be all over His refrigerator because he's crazy about you he's passionate about you he thinks about you 24/7 he writes down things about you he's 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 written down a destiny for you and he did it before you were born because he's passionate about you and he loves you and he's for you he made you in his image to be his child to be in relationship with him to experience his goodness every day of your life his love to work together to expand his kingdom listen if the one who made you has no beginning and no end you know what that means about you well he made us so we have a beginning right but guess what you have no end You have no end. Did he just say that? Yeah. You have no end. You have. There's no end to you. You are forever. You are an eternal being. Isn't that awesome? Because we are made in his image, we have this divine capacity to ever increase. Because we're born of him. We're born of him. We're born of the Father. This should be our identity in the way we think of ourselves. That being... Being a, a minister who preaches the gospel, oftentimes you find like this is trying to uh, open a, a sealed coffin with a crowbar. Trying to get people to see themselves as God sees them. Trying to get people to, to discard their religious tradition and their, their wrong believing and embrace the reality of what Christ did for them. Amen. Amen. You are made in His image. You have a beginning, but you have no end. How quick this time is on this earth. This earth is under the curse of sin. Satan is the God of this world. It's passing away, but the Father is going to make a new heaven and a new earth. And he has an eternity in mind for you that you can't even begin to imagine the glory of it. I mean there are when you get intimate with the father it unlocks things in you that can't be unlocked in any other way. Time spend time in his presence alone with him. Find a place in your apartment or your home somewhere where you can get alone with him and get your hard copy Bible. And why why not just open it to to, uh, uh, 1 John chapter 3. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. And that is what we are. And let the Holy Spirit illuminate that reality to you. Spend time with Him. Let the Holy Spirit open your eyes and expand the scope of, of the vision that you have for your life. Let Him, uh, huh, let him form in you. Let Him give you this, this clear vision of your divine identity in Christ. Now see, religious traditions say you shouldn't say you have a divine identity. You're not God. Well, I know that. I know I'm not God. There's only one God. But we're born of God. That makes us divine. Hello? If you want to find out who the father is of a child, you do a blood test. You're born of him. That's not a figure of speech. It's true. You're born of God. That makes you divine you know we're the only created beings that were made in His express image? In the, in the, in the, the very likeness of the Father? Why did He do that? Because He loves you and He wants a relationship with you. He likes big families with lots of children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, to be in relationship with God as your Father is to ever increase. To be in a in a relationship with God, not a religion, a relationship where you're talking to him. He's talking to you. You're hearing his voice. You hear God's voice, yes, every day. Every single day of my life. Why? Because I'm in a relationship with him. It's funny watching over the years, all the, the controversy on, so I forget who it was, someone during, I don't know if it was a presidential election or something, they talked about, hearing God's voice, and oh boy, the media had a field day with that. You, you, God talks to you? Oh my goodness. Yes, he does. He's talking every day. He's, he's trying to say things to you every day. But he doesn't have an audible voice. Well, he does, but that's not the best way to communicate because these ears can mishear. He will speak to you in your heart by his spirit. His, the Holy Spirit will impress something upon your heart, and you'll know exactly what he means. That's what I'm talking about. So I don't hear an audible voice like you're hearing now because you can mishear what I say. Right? right? This is the realm of the senses, and it can be uh, faulty. But when the Holy Spirit bears witness with your spirit, now it's a spirit-to-spirit communication, and, and it's a perfect communication. I've had, I've had God say things to me in a moment that took years to walk out. Where it's an impression of the Holy Spirit like that, and all of a sudden the next five years, boom! You know, you begin walking this thing out that takes takes uh, is, it consists of many different steps and many different dimensions. He's God, and there, he's a spirit, and he wants to speak to you, and he will do it spirit to spirit. Hallelujah! To take God at His word is to ever increase. It's to ever increase. At all times under all circumstances. Let's look at two more scriptures and we'll finish up for today. Second Corinthians chapter two, starting in verse 14. I think Amber shared part of this before service as service started. We're ever increasing at all times under all circumstances. I don't know, but we have to be out of the warehouse today. Is that all right? We're ever increasing at all times, under all circumstances. This is just a building. That's all it is. There are lots of these. 2 Corinthians 2, verse 14 says, But thanks be to God, look at this, who always. You'll find God uses these type of words a lot. Always, forever, under all circumstances. But thanks be to God who always leads us in His triumph in Christ. That's 24-7. That's for the rest of your existence, which has no end, right? Listen, if, someone, uh, if someone's spirit leaves their body, their body stops working. That's what we call death, right? But their spirit continues. It's not a question of your spirit continuing forever or existing forever. It's a question of the quality of your existence, Christ came, you might have abundant life, so you can be separated from God, and you can choose to reject God and end up spending eternity in torment, which I can't imagine why anyone would want to do that, which no one does, but that's what would happen if we would reject Christ. We would be eternally separated from Him, but you still exist. You know, you can be existing now in this earth and the quality of your life might stink. Maybe what you've been through might have seemed like hell, but I can guarantee you it wasn't even close to hell. Don't ever say, oh yeah, I've been through hell on earth. No, you haven't. You can't even imagine the horror of total absence of God's, pre. can't imagine it. No one's been through hell on earth, no one. I don't care how many wars you've been in or what you've been through, no one has been through hell on earth, Okay. So we need to, 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 to watch the way we talk. But you might have been through some very difficult things that, that, that seemed like it was going to be your end. But I want you to know the resurrection power of Christ can make you new and make you whole today. And it will be as if you never went through those things. There will not even be a scar from them. He makes all things new. But thanks be to God who always leads us in his triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place, everywhere we go. Every day we live on this earth, his aroma is manifest through us. Verse 15, for we are a fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. I like the Moffat translation of verse 14. It says, wherever I go, thank God, he makes, he makes, he makes my life a constant pageant of triumph. Yeah. Woo! I like that. Nice. He makes my life a constant pageant of triumph. Now listen, you're a new creation in Christ Jesus, but you've got to renew your mind your spirit's new, but you've got to get rid of that goofy thinking, and you've got to renew your mind to what he said. Listen, the flesh wants to meditate on the past. Right. On. Memories like the corners of my mind. That's an old song. <laughs> Misty water-colored memories right all the way we were. Life is not about the way things were, it's about who he is. Your frame of reference is not your past, it's his presence. Your frame of reference is not your past, your frame of reference is the living presence of God. I will say it again. Your frame of reference is not what you've been through in the past. Your frame of reference needs to be His living presence inside of you and before you. Our frame of reference is who He is. What He's done for us through His Son and who we are in Him. This is our frame of reference. This is how we see ourselves and the world around us. The Moffat translation, wherever I go, I thank God He makes my life a constant pageant of triumph in Christ, diffusing the perfume of the knowledge everywhere by me. I live for God, verse 15, as the fragrance of Christ, breathed alike by those who are being saved and by those who are perishing. Last scripture, Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 14. So listen, Highway Family. This is a prayer that we pray for one another, for this church. And it's something that we have employed our faith in for ourselves. Verse 14. For this reason, this is the Apostle Paul. Writing to the believers in Ephesus, he said, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you. So this is a petition, right? This, that he would grant you that by his Spirit, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height. What is the width and length and depth and height of God's love? Immeasurable. What is the width and depth and height and breadth of his vision for your life? Immeasurable. Don't allow what you've been through to build, to build the boundaries of your future vision. See yourself as he sees you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for, for strengthening us in our spirits today. That we would expand and increase internally right now. That we would see and understand the width, the breadth, the depth, and the height of your love and your vision for our lives. Look at verse 19 in the Amplify. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves. God wants you to experience Him personally, practically in your daily life. Taste Him. Taste Him. Taste Him every day. Experience Him. Hallelujah. Practically. Through experience for yourselves, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. There's two kinds of knowledge. I like that. Right? Just the knowledge. And there's knowledge because I've experienced him. So the word of God is true whether you experience it or not. But I'll tell you what, when you start experiencing it, then, then there's an anointing that comes upon your life. Because now you're not just preaching it, now you become a vessel of it. This is all about experiencing Him. Religion hates that word. Religion wants to keep you in a box and, and, and make sure there's plenty of distance between you and God. But God came that you might have life and life abundantly, that you might experience Him intimately every day of your life that you may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, that you may have the richest measure of the divine presence. That you may have the richest measure of the divine presence. I love that. And become a body wholly filled, that's W-H-O-L-L-Y, completely filled and flooded with God himself. Amen. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think imagine according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever Under all circumstances, at all times, and ever, under all circumstances, in all times. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the nature of our Father. Hallelujah. He has no beginning. He has no end. He made you. You have a beginning, but you have no end. And He made you to experience more of Him every day of your life for the rest of eternity. That's how vast he is. We can be in an intimate relationship with God for the next 10 million years and really not even begin to scratch the surface of his person. Hallelujah. He's beyond what you've asked or imagined. And he wants to do exceedingly abundantly. I mean, come on, that's a Jesus word, right? (laughs) Exceedingly abundantly. Who talks like that? Jesus does right? See, it's hard to, to put what God wants to do into English. That's why praying in the Spirit is so important. Your spirit can pray things. Your natural mind just can't figure out. Praying in the Spirit is so important. That's why the baptism of the Holy Spirit is so powerful. It, empower, it connects your tongue to your spirit, That's why they spoke in tongues when they were baptized in the Holy Spirit because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Don't live another day without being baptized in the Holy Spirit. Let your tongue, let your spirit pray with your tongue because your mind will limit you. Your natural intellect, it just goes tilt sometimes when God talks. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or imagine. Tilt, but your spirit's like, ah, yeah, yeah. Your spirit will, just is really limitless compared to your intellect. Jesus said, the words I speak to you are a spirit in our life. The flesh profits nothing. The words I speak to you are a spirit in our life. God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Hallelujah. This is who we are, guys. We're born of God. We're made in his image. We're called as his sons and daughters to expand his kingdom in the earth. This is our identity. Hallelujah. God, you're so good. God, you're so good. Father, thank you so much. Lord, I just I like to look back and 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 look at the 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 amazing things you've done in our lives. And Father, we just rejoice. Lord, where this, oh hallelujah, Lord, which the, the, the lives that have been healed, the marriages that have been restored, the, the destinies that have been discovered here in this highway family by your spirit and through your word, Father, we thank you. We thank you for the lives that have been transformed. We thank you for the ministry that you have faithfully um, given to us and produced in us and through us over these years through highway church and father we're on the threshold of this transition we're about to step into a whole new season and lord we are we are full of gratitude we are thankful father for this new season that we're about to step into because it's more of you it's more of you It's more of your wonder and glory. It's more of your presence. It's more of your strength. We're going from faith to more faith, from glory to more glory. We're increasing. We're expanding. We're moving forward. This is who you are. To be in relationship with you is to ever increase. To believe your word is to ever increase. Hallelujah. To walk with you is to ever increase. We choose to be people who wait upon you, who are attentive to your desires. We make our lives about pleasing you, to know you, to do the things you desire us to do in our lives. We give our whole selves to you. In Jesus' name. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of his goodness, who he is what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.